Jono, Ben and Sharon. It is the edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon with you. We are back all together in the studio. It's nice oh, to be back, Sharon. Isn't it great? You. you know, we started the show yesterday in Sydney, Sharon. There was a huge debate going on about who sits in the middle seat. Oh, you know, yeah. Who, who gets the armrests in the middle seat of an airplane? And we decided... Well, guess who came a-knocking for Ben Boyce on the way oh. back? Lady Karma. What yeah. happened? Knock, knock, knock. Who's at to, that door? I had oh, to sit in the middle Karma. seat on the way back. And, you know, I made such a big deal about Jono wanting both armrests. Yeah. I made a point of not using any armrests on the way back. Did. And, jeez, it was uncomfortable. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> well, you've, you've learned your lesson I now. S- sitting there like... Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you wanted you wanted to rest those arms on those arms. Anyway, that's behind us now. No, it's behind us. Well, well it's yeah. clearly not. Turns out Jono and I were right. As per, as per, we got big a big show. Sh- oh, big show! No, big show. So I big that we had to say at the same time. One, two, three. It's going to be a big show. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. You caught up with her. Yeah, she's going to be on the show at five thirty. If you like Jada Pinkett Smith, you will love Jada Pinkett Smith by the end of it. She completely if you don't like won her, me over. You'll love her by the end. No, of it. you will yeah. actually. Like if you're not a fan of her by the end of the interview, you will love her and you. Want to go see her new movie? Also, we've got Open Side coming in at three thirty as well. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Okay, so uh, I, I recorded a lady uh, at the airport today. She was uh, what a creep. Hey, I'm a creepy guy. It's my thing. It's my <laughs> creepy Johnny. You've called me a creep for a long time, and I'm embracing it. Well, okay, I don't, don't think you're going to start giving it to other people on the street. Okay, so I recorded this lady who, quite possibly, I think, may have the cutest voice in the world. She's a grown lady. Mm-hmm. She's a grown ass lady. Full time job. She uh, was checking her bags and have a listen to her. Thank you. Bags up one at a time, please, gentlemen. And definitely no batteries, matches, lighters, or power banks in your check luggage. No. Can I flip the handle so it's facing heaven for me on the side? Oh, it's working, is it? Isn't she adorable? Do you want to flip your handle so it's facing heaven for me? What a what, what a lady. The cutest voice I've ever cute. heard. It's very cute. I don't think you had, if you if you've got a cuter voice, I challenge you to come up. I come think I've got one. You got one. I, I, Ben knows I've got put on, one. Put on yeah, your cuter voice. I think you've got a cuter oh, voice. Oh, no, it's not my voice. No. I've actually, it's actually, if you, um, if you, in, in your button there, there'll be a button there that says play this. Just play that, play that one. There's a, we've found a cuter voice, I think. Okay, doll. All right. No, I love you, doll. I'm pulling that down. No. no. That, is, that is unsanctioned audio. Jonathan, unsanctioned. You played unsanctioned audio. You played audio. unsanctioned audio. Recorded without my knowledge. You, you just played. recorded a lady without no knowledge. Play. Don't, I can't get, no. Play it again. No, play it play again, again Jono. Don't make us come over there. Play the cute audio. Don't make us come over there. You said, is there a cute piece of person around? And Sharon's right. This this can be cute. What you've done is you've recorded a conversation with my baby mama. Okay? I wear the pants in that relationship and you can tell. Well, okay, fine. I'll play it for you then. Listen, let me run. Okay, doll. All right. I love you, doll. Bye. Get stuff. Period. Get stuff. Unsanctioned audio. That I'm taking you to the court. That, that to me, that's the I feel else. violated. That's I feel my my privacy has been invaded. It's the cutest voice I've ever seen. You just ever heard. played another cute it's voice. It's just so cute. Can we hear it Thank again? Thank you. I can't beat that. You should definitely You're definitely cute. Play your audio. Uh, 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 imagine having a conversation with him. Uh, 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 I just imagine there are a couple of trolls with lovely uh, pink cute hair. Oh. Tell you who a couple of trolls are, you two. Well, you know, you're, you're the mean people on the internet right now. Okay, well, let's find out who's right then. You think the lady at the check-in counter has the cutest voice in the world. Thank you. Back up one at a time, please, <laughs> We, however, think that Jono has the cutest voice in the world. Okay, doll. All right. <laughs> So what it's are mockery. you think? This is a mockery. I was meant to be leading this voice break. I'll Been hun- railroaded. <laughs> I'll wait hundred the edge right now or text to three three four three. Who's who's the cutest? Who's cuter? Is it 
Jono in his wee doll? Or is it the lady at the chicken counter? Rebecca, what do you want to say? You want to say this is a mockery? This is peeling out <laughs> beloved broadcaster John O'Brien. I'm so sorry, but John oh my God, you sound adorable. You're so cute, Nate. Get stuff. Get stuff, Rebecca. Who's cuter? Rose, welcome to the show. Who's cuter? Is it Jono or the lady at the chicken counter? Uh, Jono. Stop, you're just saying that because you've teed these people up. No, no, Rose has called through voluntarily to 0800 The Edge. Now, Rose, what was your favourite part of uh, Jono's cute voice? Like, if you could demonstrate it, what would it be? Oh, just because it's so, like, cute and innocent. Like, he sounds really innocent. Oh, doesn't he? Does he just? (laughs) Okay, doll. All right. All right, love you, doll. You're like nice and innocent. Yeah, butter would melt. Butter would melt, would it, Rose? You're adorable. I'm coming around to this now. (laughs) <laughs> like, so innocent. How would you feel Maybe though? I should talk like that all the time. People like me. No, oh, <laughs> Maybe. Because at the moment they hate me. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Would, if your boyfriend was talking to you like that, would you find it cute or creepy? Oh, probably a bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this goes against everything you've just said, Rose. Oh, you're so adorable, Sam. Welcome to the show with cute Jono Vita Sharon. Now tell us, who do you think is cuter, Jono or the lady at the chicken counter? Hi, Jono. <laughs> you're, you're so cute. You sound so exactly cute. like Jono. I can't tell if that is Jono or somebody else. I mean, they call me Jono sometimes. Okay, doll. All right. All right, love you, doll. Bye. 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 Okay, I'm hanging up on you. Okay, you guys had your fun? You've had your fun? Had a laugh? Okay, hey. Had a laugh and you hey. made some spins. Hey, don't hey. Need, you don't need to abuse us, okay? Okay, doll. Yeah. Okay, doll. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. In studio right now, if you don't know who they are, you will soon because their new song is going to be your new favourite song. We've got PJ and Possum from Open Side. Hey. How are you doing? Good. Doing great. How are you doing? Oh, oh, good. Well, actually, not that great. John and Ben just got back from Sydney and I've just found out they didn't get me any um, caramel koalas on the way back. What were they thinking? Well, we didn't get you caramel ones, but we bought you back a real one. A real one. Get out of the bag. I choked out a koala just for you, Sharon. That's how far we can dip it in caramel if you want. Don't lie. There's there's koala blood on these hands and blood's on your hands as well. God. Well, it's good to have you guys in here. I saw you guys live for the first time at Jim Beam Homegrown this year and you guys have got quite passionate fans are very energetic and crazy aren't they yeah no definitely we've had the we have the coolest fans they're super enthusiastic they always come out line up early at shows and stuff <laughs> like that know every word of the song that's cool now, like, what's this what's the state have you ever driven past a venue and you're like god why are they waiting outside that early <laughs> like what's been the t- sometimes i drive past the power station i'm like basically you're living like a homeless person between your friends <laughs> it's, it is quite fun it makes you real excited i work like in the longest i've done is seven hours before a pink concert and it was a good time yeah if you if you're with your friends friends and, and th- there's like a sense of community like even if you go by yourself you end up making friends yeah because you're all there you have this common you know passion so it's an exciting time for you guys because you uh, now you've got the, your new songs out you're cracking it you filmed it in a desert yeah. i asked them um, before if uh, it was the same desert as the spice girls say you'll be there video turns out they only just know who the spice girls are and i'm very <laughs> old <laughs> but you did do it over in la yeah it was we, it was only like la- it was in july like last month seems crazy but yeah so it's middle of summer very hot and um it was just us and the director no crew nobody just carrying our gear was there a cameraman the yeah, director yeah. filmed oh, it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah, they filmed it. Just you, you and the director <laughs> got out there and you're like, oh, I think we've forgotten oh, something. Oh, yeah. The bloody cameras. The ca- there's a very important aspect. The worst thing too about being a musician, I imagine, filming in a hot climate, is you obviously you have you've got to stick with your cool clothes. You yeah. know, you cool music mm. clothes, and that's not conducive to 40 degrees in a no, desert. You're right, there John. was a conversation there, like, would you be comfortable wearing shorts? And we were like. 
We're like, no, we've got to look cool. So like, yeah. <laughs> don't want to wear shorts. And, you know, don't want to be that guy. And you were also saying, Possum, you had to do your own makeup, which is terrifying if you're going to be in a desert. It's terrifying even on a regular day just performing, right? <laughs> well, it was like the karma as well, like pull it down from the seat and you're just doing your makeup. Yeah, basically. It was like the karma and it was very hot. But I thought we would look like... Because we were exhausted and no sleep, and Harry basically got heat stroke on the first day. Oh, so I, wow. I was imagining when we saw it back the first thing that it was going to look like. We were just exhausted and like. The way haggard. you're describing it, you having to do your own makeup. It was just you and the director, you're in the desert. I can't help but feel that you blew the majority of the budget on flying to Los Angeles. <laughs> that might have been a, a bit of an oversight. But hey, how else are you going to get to LA if you can't That's use your NZ exactly. on your funding? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, we did. I got to go to Disneyland, so it was worth it. Oh, yeah. awesome. not, not with the music video, but. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. <laughs> that New Zealand on their funding. Kiwi Band Open side with us today. But you guys have taken on the Johnny Ben and Sharon cover challenge today, which is very exciting. And you've chosen a song that I don't think anyone in the world would have covered yet on a radio show. Maybe not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there and okay. say it's a world, a first? world it's a world exclusive. Wow. Let's no pressure. <laughs> what song have you chosen? Um, we're doing "Look What You Made Me Do" by Taylor Swift. Oh. Controversial. How have you learned that? It's only been out for a few hours. <laughs> I know. I was in, on the car on the way over here. I kept going over the lyrics in my head. It's okay. Really, yeah. We'll let you guys introduce it. Cool. Uh, yeah, we're open side, and this is our cover of Taylor Swift's "Look What You Made Me Do." It's no. I didn't no. want you to get there and think it was weird. I hadn't told you. There's no. There's no major. I don't like your little game. Don't like your tilted stage The role you made me play The fool, no I don't like you I don't like your perfect crime How you laugh when you lie You said the gun was mine Isn't cool, no I don't like you but I got smarter, I got harder in the nick of time Honey, I rose up from the dead, I do it all the time I got a list of names and yours isn't right on the line Check it once, then I check it twice oh, Look what you made me do, look what you made me do Look what you just made me do, look what you just made me do oh, Look what you made me do, look what you made me do Look what you just made me do, look what you just I don't like your kingdom keys They once belonged to me you asked me for a place to sleep Locked me out and threw a feast The world moves on, another day, another drama, drama But not for me, not for me, all I think about is karma And then the world moves on, but one thing's for sure Maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours Then I got smarter, I got harder in the nick of time Honey, I rose up from the dead, I do it all the time I got a list of names and yours is in red underline. I check it once, then I check it twice. Oh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made. I don't trust nobody and nobody trusts me. I'll be the actress lying in your bad dreams. I don't trust nobody and nobody trust me I'll be the actress dying in your bad dreams look what you made me do look what you made me do look what you just made me oh look what you made me do look what you just made me oh 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 look what you just made me o
what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Doing a cover of Taylor Swift's brand new song, Look What You Made Me Do. Amazing. That was very impressive. One of the things I loved about the video as well was that you guys were flying the like transgender flag in it. Yeah. And because Possum, you identify as gender fluid and non-binary. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So can you, because I think it's really cool that you actually talk about this. And like, could you explain what that is for people that are still kind of learning? Because people are only kind of having that conversation now. Yeah, totally. Like how, could you explain what, that stands for? It basically just means that um, you identify somewhere in between male and female. So it's just kind of identifying that gender is like a spectrum rather than just like a binary of two different things. And some people fall somewhere in the middle. Ah, like me. Because I find that really interesting because I hope this isn't a rude question to ask, but like when people talk to you or they're talking about you and you're there, if you identify like that, do they refer to you as she or he or is there something else that they can do that's more, like, sensitive to you? Yeah, so I prefer uh, they, them pronouns, I'd be like. Yeah. They went to the movies kind of thing. Yeah. Which is, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of non-binary people prefer those pronouns, but everyone... Everyone is different, so it's always good to ask. It is so important for a community like that to have people like you mm. in the spotlight who can actually be a mouthpiece. Well, yeah, it was it was really scary at first when I started doing Open Sight and I wasn't sure if I if it should be something to talk about because I know, yeah, a lot of people don't know about it or it makes them uncomfortable and I didn't want to feel like I was going to jeopardise any of, of my opportunities or my band's opportunities by talking about it. But everyone's been really yeah. supportive and a lot of the young fans are really grateful for the fact that we just talk about it so yeah i think if you open a conversation like that if it jeopardizes working with anyone then you don't want to work with losers like that anyway if they can't like accept people for the way that they are totally yeah that's it's but yeah i feel i feel lucky that we're at a time in history now where people are talking about it a lot more and um it's like being celebrated not just like yeah tolerated and that's really cool that you're in a band with like dudes that like support you as well so that's really really cool yeah that's that's another thing that was scary even talking about it with them but everyone everyone in our team has been really supportive hold on we haven't asked if they support (laughs) 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 you're 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 putting words in their mouth (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry pj Sorry, PJ. we're definitely cool that we just uh, they clearly opened our eyes (laughs) yeah um to everything uh in regards to that so it was real cool because otherwise, like, I just listen to Facebook. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, like, I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good for us because a lot of our fans are queer youth. So yeah. it means that everyone in the band has more of an understanding of what that is and what it means. Oh, well, oh, that's really you. cool. It's really You're awesome. You're doing good with your lives. I'm yeah. like the three of us. And if people want to check you guys out, check out your new song as well, then where should they go? Uh, where we are open side on all socials. Dang. How do you get the same name on all of them? It's quite difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. You've got to Sharon be is right into I mean, we, social media. We couldn't get the at open side. We're not quite at that oh, yeah, level of, you know, gave it a go. Yeah. Oh, well, it was great to have you guys in here and good luck with the song. No yeah, doubt we'll so see you again soon. Yeah, well done, guys. Well done on your successes. Yeah, yeah. so much. It's awesome. Yeah. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We just came back from Sydney uh, today and we we're hanging out with our director, Andy. And he, uh, Killed a koala for Sharon. <laughs> 
didn't we? No, you were supposed to bring back. Strangled a, koala, a lifeless koala, put him back, dread, snuck him back through customs. Ben had to put the koala in his suitcase. The rule is that anyone that knows me, when they go through Australia on the way back, they have to bring home caramel koalas, and you guys didn't even bring one. And we know this rule because we have done that before. We have brought you home caramel koalas. One we knew, time. Sorry, we're horrible friends, horrible human beings one time. for killing a koala. R.I.P. Koala. So now I've just got this stupid corpse and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> oh, we'll stuff it. We'll turn it into a soft toy. Oh, that that's is... a good idea. I can give it to my baby. <laughs> Ben's about to say we didn't kill a koala. <laughs> I, I like how you have to reiterate that we didn't strangle a koala. <laughs> now let's, let's make it into a duvet for the cot. Yeah, that's a lovely Great idea. Great idea. Give it to your baby. Great idea. Okay, so uh, Andy, uh, who we went over with, he's our director, and uh, we just got talking to him. We, we found something out about Andy. We've known him for a long time, but we did not know this. Have a listen. So with... Um, Andy, our director, Hello. who's just informed us, you spent the first 20 years of your life what? Production track pants. You wore track pants for the first 20 years of your life? Pretty much track pants. So track pants, and so uh, you plan to spend the last 20 years of your life in track pants as well. So you're working towards this? Either that or no pants, it depends. No pants, okay. Yeah. Did you wear pants. shorts? Yeah, shorts in summer. Okay. Sure, but um, never particularly formal shorts. I got, I got a couple of years of track pants shorts at home, so that my summer attire. What about if you went to like a wedding or a funeral? Oh, probably not a funeral. Uh, so you've worn track pants to a wedding, though? I wore shorts to his wedding. He did? He did? Gee, that's impressive. Ah. Well, you're dressed like a seven-year-old boy. It's good just track <laughs> pants and shorts all day. Isn't that incredible? 20 years in track pants. Didn't get his first pair of jeans till he's like 21. It doesn't surprise me, though, because Andy's also the guy that's got white guy holiday braids before. So it doesn't overly <laughs> surprise me that he, he wore I track pants for a long time. I love it when white people go overseas on holiday and end up with braids. That's the worst. A lot of people go to like Rarotonga and get the bead ones, oh, don't they? Oh, I love it. I love, you can tell when they're walking back through <laughs> through the airport when you go and pick up your family or something and you just see them and you're like, you've had a good time. Oh. You've had a good time. That's when you pretend you, you, you pretend you forgot to go to the airport so you don't have to be seen in public with them. Can anyone beat Andy, though? Has anyone worn the same piece of clothing for a longer time than 20 years? I've got a jacket that I've had since I was 13 years old. I'm 31 now, so I've had it that long. Do the maths. What's that? 18 years? Is it? 17? Don't throw me on the spot with maths, mate. Now you're going to make <laughs> us look like, like the dumbest radio show in New Zealand. <laughs> what did we agree on? We said no maths on the show. <laughs> no we on the started together, we're like, no, our one rule is no mathematics on the fly. I got I got this jacket because my mum said as soon as you get a job you have to start paying 50% of your own clothes and I started working when I was 13 so I had to pay half of this jacket and so because I had spent so much money on it I wore it everywhere and I still have it now and I wear it when it rains to the point that like in where I'm from in Wellington everyone knows the jacket people mm. ask me if I still have the jacket because I've worn it for so long still smells like Timaru doesn't it mix of I tell you what, it's got cigarettes and it's still got like spilled spil <laughs> bourbon and dairy burns in it. Cigarettes and spumantic. It's going okay. real good. Oh eight hundred the edge. Twenty years in track pants. Sharon Casey's had the same jacket for eighteen years. We don't know. We can't do maths on the fly. We're thinking it's around eighteen years. Can you beat it? Have you worn the same thing for an extended period of time? Three three four three is the text. Kev, what do you think? What is the thing that you're wearing uh, that you've worn for a very long time, like Andy? I bought a jumper for 70, uh, $75 or something uh, when I was 18 years old, and I'm 65 now, and I'm wearing it right, right now. Are you? <laughs> you might Kev. be the oldest listener on the edge. 65, Kev. That's amazing. That's a very long time. Have you have you stumbled across the station by accident? Do you mean to be phoning bloody news no, to MCB right now? I've been listening to you guys ever since you guys started. Oh, Kev, what a wonderful... I'm a what long a, listener. You're a long listener? Well, we bloody appreciate it. Big fan it. of the edge. We well bloody done, appreciate Kev. it. Thanks so much, Kev.
Okay, have a good day. You, you too, too mate. And we have got Ange on 0800 The Edge. What's the item of clothing you've had for a long time, Ange? Um, I've been wearing board shorts and a hat since I was about 16. Board shorts and a hat? Have you been wearing, wearing a top? Oh, yeah, just normal top, but yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I'm glad, I'm glad that do this... You, but what, how, do, how do you do it? Like, are you wearing the exact same board shorts, the exact same hat, or are you, like, mixing it up? No, the, well, the boardies are mixing it up, but the hat's always got to be DC. Wow. Oh, yeah, big DC fan. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. I was Thank watching you so much. A, I was watching a motocross video on the plane today over some guy's shoulder. You're so weird. You have your own screen. There's nothing to do with what we're talking about. you watch it over someone else's shoulder. Yeah, I like the the pervert factor of staring over someone's shoulder. (laughs) Oh, no, that's right, because Travis Pastrana was wearing a DC hat. That was a cool story, John. Wow. That's such great a great story. story. I'm like so glad you're here to see it. Tell us like, more about what be you saw on someone else's movie so screen. So many stories to come. <laughs> you know you have your own movie screen. You didn't turn it on once. But I way over on the way back. You're no. such a I'm not fish. a fan of movies. It's not my thing. <laughs> okay. Well, Michelle, you've had an item for 25 years. What is it? Uh, black knee-length leather boots. Oh, Michelle, you friggin' boy. <laughs> why, why, why did you buy these uh, sexy boots, Michelle? Things for a christening. For, for a, a christening? christening. That is the most inappropriate item of clothing to wear a christening. Is it appropriate? Are you allowed to go sexy a to a christening? It's a christening in a strip club. <laughs> well, I, I, that's what I bought them for. I didn't know that you were allowed to go sexy to a christening. I'm always, I've always been very conservative, but if, if Michelle's sexing it up, then I'm going to sex it up as well. Did you? What else have you been wearing these boots to? Um, I wear them now to work. Oh, my gosh. Well, Michelle, good on you. Good on you for sticking with those boots. Those boots are made for walking. And Christings. (laughs) Well, not really, but you did it anyway. I want some knee-high boots now. Sounds hot. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, Okay. Do you get sweaty legs? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I was just wondering because they look quite, you know, leather boots all the way up your legs. I'd have sweaty calf muscles. I would as well. And behind my knees, I'd get all sweaty. Oh, there's nothing worse than knee cleave sweat, is there? I'm glad you don't sweat uh. from the knees down, Michelle, or else it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Have a great day. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I was on Facebook yesterday and I saw a Facebook status from one of my friends and I, I commented on it. So I was like, what? I was like, I didn't know that people did that. And then a few other people commented on it and they're like, oh yeah, we do that. My friend and her... I was like, what? And I was like, don't people do that? And I was like, what? And then other people were like, yeah, people do that. <laughs> you pretty much had a conversation with yourself, playing multiple roles, but yeah. we'd know nothing more. Well, you know what? There would have been people that understood what I said. a representation of the voices don't, in their head. Don't make me get people to text in and say if they understood what I said. There was just a replay. There was a play. I was catching you up. So what happened was my friend was complaining on Facebook that her husband was taking up too much time with the washing machine. Yeah, So right. she couldn't do any of her washing. Mm. And I was like flabbergasted by this. And I commented on it and I said, do you guys do separate washing? Do you not feel like I'm sitting in a rural cafe just catching up on the local (laughs) gossip? (laughs) No, and she said yes. And all these other people agreed that in their relationship they do this as well. Separate washing? Separate washing. They've been together for like almost 15 years and they do separate washing. So she does her washing, he does his washing, nobody does each other's washing. Wow, that is interesting. Because I was like, girl, you need to train him. Like, you can't do all the tricks. Like, oh. I always thought that was the woman's job. Uh, no. <laughs> like, I'll always say to Bryce. Shona. I'll be like, oh, I put the washing on, but it wasn't finished in time by the time I went to work, so can you hang it out? You know? All that 
Oh, I All love washing. That's gone. my thing. Washing is actually my thing. Is it? I pride myself on washing and fold. Jeez, I can it's fold just, a t-shirt. He's saying that now because of what he just said before. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to cancel out the sexism. <laughs> you saw sexist bastards, mate. <laughs> but open up this conversation. I want to start a petition to get Jono removed from the show. <laughs> well, we don't need to get a petition for that. Oh, true. We can just, just get him fired. I'll just, tell, I'll just tell someone he touched my butt. Hey, guys. <laughs> He'll be gone. I can hear everything through my headphones. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't I, Your that. evil plan of me touching your bottom to get me fired. <laughs> can we stop talking about my bottom? It's really inappropriate. <laughs> So then we were talking about uh, we were talking about in the office because I was like, this is weird. Does anyone do this? Mm. And one of the guys in the office put his hand up and he goes, oh, my ex-girlfriend and I, we used to go on separate holidays. What? So, separate what? holidays? Separate holidays. So they, because they lived together. They've been together for like eight years. They lived together and they socialise all the time together. So when it came to holidays, they'd, he'd go do her thing, his thing, she'd go do her thing because they got holidays at different times and also they were into different sorts of holidays. Like he was a doer and adventurer on a holiday and she's a relaxer. Oh, fair, well, that's fair enough, so I guess. So they would just go on separate holidays. I was like, isn't that when you go and, you know, I have a friend, get amongst it? I have a friend who uh, they've had separate bank accounts for years. Just don't, they all pay for their own things, split the shopping half and half. So why does pay he go the, out for dinner or Pay something? the rent half and half, they'll go half and half for dinner. Really? Yeah. It's like they're, like they're constantly dating, keeping the spark alive. Oh. That's weird. See, when or I just not out. wanting to share their money with each other. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Probably the second one. Whether it's romantic or frugal. Yeah, because I was trying to think about it. I was like, I don't think that Bryson do anything that's too separate. But you, you you were sleeping in separate beds for a while there, weren't you? Oh, yeah, when he was really sick. God, it was good. I slept so well. Mm. Honestly, it was great. But like, oh, 0800 The Edge or Texas or Three, three, four, three. What are you doing alone as a couple? Is it washing? Is it holiday? What is it? We want to know on 0800 The Edge right now. Is that when you want me to play the song? Yeah, you can play that. We'll oh, well, ask, me nice, ask me nicely and try not to get me fired. Jono, can you please stop touching my butt and play a song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We are talking about things as a couple that you do separately. I've got a friend that does washing separately. So she does hers, he does his. And then another friend that goes on separate holidays because they're into different things. So she'll go on like her island getaway and he'll go on his adventure holiday. What are, the, what are they up to on their holidays? That's no, what I, I want to know. I can kind of understand that. Because I like, I like, I don't like sitting down. No, no, sitting still. I don't like a relaxing don't you? holiday. Like, I've I like, never picked up on that. No, he <laughs> runs like a schedule. Stuff. He's literally got a spreadsheet for his I like doing family stuff. when they go. He's like, uh, okay, six thirty, <laughs> we're having breakfast. Oh, Seven thirty, we're on the bus. Eight thirty, we're seeing daylight, guys. We're seeing daylight. Whereas Jono's holidays are just like. Get a lounger. Get drunk. <laughs> Pass out on the lawn. <laughs> I'll write you up a schedule. It's an easy one. But we are hitting the phones right Sit on the side of the road. <laughs> Get even more drunk. We're going to hit 0800 The Edge right now. Kev- hey, don't joke about my alcohol issues, mate. I'll get you fired. <laughs> no, you won't. Kev- yeah, you'll get fired, mate. Your, what are you doing alone as a couple? Uh, yeah, me and my partner, we have sex alone. Okay, thanks, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Logan. We cover that off. I love it. Everyone knowingly laughs. Yeah. Janelle, welcome to the show. What are you doing alone as a couple? Uh, he sleeps in our room with our middle child, and I sleep in her bed in the bottom bunk. What? what? Okay, but what happens when you guys want to, like, make a sexy sandwich, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> doesn't happen. Oh, girl, oh, get that kid out of your bed and get back in there. <laughs> that's amazing. I couldn't imagine that. That would be, that'd be freak, that'd freak me out. That's a, yeah, that's, that's an unusual arrangement, but hey. More just because I want... If it's keeping them happy, that's all I care about, mate. Well, I'm not going to judge. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. No, no. I'm not. You know what? 
you. Are you just judge? You're holding up a sign saying I'm judging right now. <laughs> yeah, it just says, despite the fact what I'm saying, I'm judging. And Sean, welcome to the show. What is it that you're doing alone in your couple? Uh, well, we pretty much do everything separately. We do our own dishes. We do our own laundry. You go out running in hurricanes separately. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. So even you, do you eat separately? Uh, yeah, because um, I finish work at 5 o'clock. She starts, my fiance starts work at 5 o'clock. So. Oh. oh, that's that's right. Do you have separate bank accounts? Uh, yes, we have separate bank accounts. We pay rent separately, power separately, you know. Oh, you're just glorified flatmates. Yeah. Jeez. Flatmates well, we, with... are, we are flatting, but yeah. Flatmates with benefits. Thanks so much, Sean. <laughs> Well, turns out I'm just boring and putting my husband to a whole lot of slave labour. No, you're not, I mate. I feel like I'm winning. No, you're not, mate. I'm not here to judge, eh? <laughs> Why are you holding up your yeah, judging the, the side again. again? I feel like that last, the, uh, the lady who's sleeping with uh, the kids, I feel like we could have turned that into an episode of Dr. Phil. Missed opportunity, guys. Okay, next time be on your game. All right? <laughs> all right, all right. Look out for those opportunities. Well, then you'd be judging. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Came back from Sydney today, and uh, you caught up with someone pretty oh, cool in the studio. You guys missed out big time. I, uh, I I was really nervous about this interview because I thought she was going to be scary, but I got to interview Jada Pinkett-Smith this morning. That's cool. That's uh, Jada Pinkett-Smith, who is uh, Will Smith's wife. Well, she's an incredible actress. Just and Will Smith's yeah. wife. Oh, here we go. That's not, oh, I was just trying to make a connection. <laughs> oh. Yes. She's an like incredible actress. Jen Pryor's husband? Oh, I don't mind that. <laughs> well, she is an amazing... Okay. Firstly, great actress. Do you know what? It's cool. Oh, oh, sorry, actor. Say, say. Jada Pinkersmith, great actor. Secondly, great wife to Will Smith. Thank you. And if you... Uh, actually, maybe if you listen... No, no. Secondly, great mother to she her She's a great mother. Great Thirdly, human being. Great human... <laughs> hey, why don't you just listen to the interview? Because she actually does a... She actually has some great chat, chat about sexism, so she may help you a little bit. Um, but Girls Trip is an awesome new movie that is in cinemas tomorrow, and uh, this is what Jada had to say about it. Hi, Jada. How's it going? It's gone good. That's good. Hey, I, uh, I, we don't have much time, and I really have so many questions for you, so let's get straight into it. I am okay. obs- obsessed with the girls' trip cast. It is so amazing. Would, would you say that it is the funnest and the funniest cast that you've been a part of? Definitely. I would definitely say that. We just had so much fun. We gave each other so much space um, to create, and we really supported each other throughout the whole process. And we just really enjoy each other. And um, that's what made it just a marvelous experience. Yeah, because I, like I remember the first movie I ever saw Regina Hall in was Love and Basketball. And ever since I've been obsessed with her. So I, when I saw the combination of all the different women in this movie, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Now, what would you say to people that want to come along and see the movie? What is the, like, how, what sums up the movie for you? Well, I would tell people that this movie is hilarious, you know, and I think in this in this day and time, if, if you like to laugh, then this is the movie for you. It's, you know, movie crosses gender lines. I know it says girls trip, but I've had a lot of men go see this movie and love it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just a good time. This, this movie is truly about serious laughter. Is it an exciting time to be an actress in Hollywood and stuff where finally women are getting, like, the props that they deserve? We we're seeing female superheroes and all-female comedy casts and stuff like that. It's finally actually getting some recognition? Well, I won't say... I, I'm not going to speak too soon on that because we all know that there was another great... Uh, female uh, comedy movie uh, called Bridesmaids, which did exceptionally well also, and we have yet to see that sequel. 
Um, what I will say is that, yes, um, Hollywood is moving in a beautiful direction, but we still have a very long way to go. And I'll say that this has been a, a, a really beautiful uh, movie season for women. So we, we have yet to see. We have yet to see. But what I will say, it's been nice to see it yeah. <laughs> in the last few months. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's awesome. Like, finally, they're just profiling all these, like, really, really strong women from all different backgrounds. And it's just really cool yeah. to see. So I'm with you. I'm fingers crossed that this, like, journey continues because it's about bloody yeah. time. Exactly. So um, with Girls Trip, you guys, uh, you go to New Orleans on an amazing trip. It looks like a very, like, loose, fun trip, which is the sort of trip that I'd like to go on. But what would you say is the best trip that you've ever been on? Um, probably something that I did years ago. I went to, this, I was in my teens, um, and we went to Virginia Beach for spring break. <laughs> oh god! Because in New Zealand we don't get spring break, and you see it on TV and movies all the time. And I, I think there's a reason that New Zealand don't get it because we love to party way too much that we would just get in too much trouble at spring break. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and so that that's been that's been it for me. I mean, my girl trips these days are pretty relaxed and uh, pretty boring. So I have to. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta beef them up a little bit since <laughs> now my kids are older and I have more time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I'm like, I'm about, to, I'm having a baby in January and I'm already terrified. I'm like, when the heck is my next girls' trip gonna be? Like, I, I need to start marking that down in advance because I can't lose out on that stuff. No, that's true. That's a, that. I'm telling you right now. That is a very good plan to have. Make sure you keep that in. I will. Definitely. So with um, with your movie Girls Trip, um, one of my favorite parts of the, the trailer and stuff is when, uh, I think it's you, you're zip lining across and uh, you get stuck and everyone can kind of see up your skirt kind of thing. And mm -hmm. the thing that I was thinking about that was, because I just saw that video of Tom Cruise doing a stunt and breaking his ankle. Do you guys ever get scared of doing your own stunts when it's in movies like that? No. I, and the kind of stunts that, that Tom Cruise does, I would be scared too, because Tom Cruise goes hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tom goes hard. Uh this this kind of stunt is not it's not like that. It's if anything goes awry, you know, that means that somebody really didn't do their their job well at all. Yeah, because well, yeah. it's, it's like we, we switch between like radio and TV, and TV is a lot of waiting around, which I imagine movies is like as well. Is it that yeah. quick when you're doing scenes like that? Is it just done and dusted, or are you would you be hanging there for a long time? No, you, you're not hanging there for a long time. You, If you can't get the shot, then they bring you back in, and then you go back out again. You know, they can't just leave you out there hanging like that. <laughs> was, yeah. it, was it anything in the movie that I kept bringing you back for that you were like, oh, God, don't make me do that again? No, actually not. No, there wasn't anything really that was too difficult uh, to do. You know, it was all pretty fun. So oh. it, it wasn't, yeah, it was all pretty fun. So... Yeah, I, luckily enough on this movie, I didn't have much of that. Oh, that is great news, great news. Well, we are looking forward to seeing Girls Trip in cinemas down here in New Zealand. Um, do you, this is actually the first time we've ever had you on the edge before. Is there anything that you want to say to, like, your New Zealand fans or anything? Because you've got a lot of people that love you down here. I cannot wait to get to New Zealand. I've been trying to get there for so long. I'm so upset 
that when I was here in Sydney, I didn't get to get there, but I promise you I am coming. I hear New Zealand is the place to be. Yes. And I am ready to see it. So Woo. we will be coming through for sure. Oh, that's good. Well, we're, look, we're going to hold you to that. You've seen it on the show now, so now you have to come to New Zealand. Uh, Jada Pinkett-Smith, an absolute pleasure to have you on the show this afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have a good one. There you go, Jada Pinkett-Smith with Sharon Casey. I love it. What an interview. It's good news. That's great, great. Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome chat. Girl power. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.